0: there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to the Grace Free Journey podcast. So glad that you're here. If you're new, welcome on in. We're, we're in John chapter 4. And I mean, this is an amazing passage of scripture. Jesus breaking through all the cultural walls and taboos to take the message, his message of life, of, of satisfying life, of life that is found in him to a woman who everyone had rejected. So he shares the gospel with this woman. He reveals to this woman at the well. All that she had done, she'd been, to quote an old song, she'd been looking for love in all the wrong places. And that he himself, Jesus, is the place to find living water, that if you will take it in, that means him, that means his spirit, you will never be thirsty again. Again, the very desires of your soul, the longings of your heart will be satisfied without a doubt. So that happens. And so the lady goes away and look what happens. Then the disciples came back. They had been out trying to find some food and stuff for Jesus to eat. And they marveled that he was talking with a woman, but no one said to him, what do you seek? Or why are you talking to her? So the woman then left with a water jar and went into town and said to all the people, come and see the man who told me everything I've ever did. Can this be the Christ? They went out of the town and then people were coming to him. Okay, so this woman's life has changed. Jesus reveals all of her dirty laundry and says, I love you anyway. Now, some of you right now are keeping Jesus at arm distance. Oh, you know the Lord and you're sort of interested in his word. But when you pray, you pray with a wall between you and God. You pray using words and rhetoric to keep an academic separation between you and God. God sees your heart. He knows your soul. He knows every bit of your dirty laundry. This woman who came up to the well didn't have one husband. She had had (laughs) five. And the man she was with wasn't her husband. And Jesus knew it. Jesus read her mail right there at the well, and still loved her. Why are you holding the God who died for you? The Christ, the King who died for you. Why are you holding him at arm's distance? When you know, he knows everything you've ever done before you've done it. Be honest with the Lord. Listen, you could become an expert Bible teacher, an expert Bible student, and still keep God at arm's distance. Still keep him in the segment of your mind that's academic, and it's not relational. Jesus wants a relationship with you. That's the message he sent to the woman at the well. So then he gives an illustration. Look at what he does. He says, now me, one of the disciples will urge him to say, now, Rabbi, you need to eat. And he said to them, well, now I have food to eat that you don't know about. So the disciples said to one another, well, has anyone brought him something to eat? And Jesus said to him, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. He is saying the very drive of my soul, the hunger of my life is to honor God and do the mission he sent me to. Is that you? Are you that hungry to do the mission that God has set you to, the one that He has leaned you toward? He's He's leaned you toward a mission. You know you're moving in that direction. Is your desire to get it done above everything else? Well, that was Jesus's. Then the Bible goes on and says, "Now, do you not say that there are yet four months? Then 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 comes the harvest. In other words, you have four months where the crops they're planted and they grow, and then you harvest. Look, I tell you, lift up your eyes to the fields; they're wide into harvest. That's just a way of saying." The harvest is here. The crops are ready. Already the one who reaps is receiving wages and gathering fruit for eternal life, so that the sower and the reaper may rejoice together. In other words, he's saying, look, you're going to sow, you're going to reap, and together great things happen. But now listen listen to the, to the sort of the moral of the story here is what he's trying to get to. It says this: For here the saying holds true: one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you did not sow or have any labor others have labored and now you have entered into their labor jesus is saying two things to the apostles he's saying look first people have come before you that have laid the foundation of the gospel all the prophets that you've read have laid the foundation of the gospel you don't get to take credit for that but you get to rejoice and benefit from the power of it <laughs> the results of that are going to be amazing and you get to see it and then the other thing he was referring to Is the woman who had just left. Her life had been changed, and she's now going throughout Samaria sharing this unbelievable encounter with Jesus. And let's look what happens because of her witness. In verse 39, now many Samaritans from that town believed in him, in Jesus, because of this woman's testimony. The apostles had nothing to do with that, but they get to reap the benefit of seeing people come into the kingdom. Now he told me all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him, To stay with them, and he stayed a couple of days longer. And many more believed because of his word. They said to the woman, It is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have now heard it for ourselves. And we have, and now we know without a doubt that this is indeed the Savior of the world. You can be used right now to sow the seeds of the gospel wherever you are. You might not be around to see the reaping, and you might. But in heaven, you will know. And more importantly, the kingdom of God will be advanced. The God whom you love, the God whom you serve, will be unbelievably pleased when you sow those seeds of the gospel. So I want to encourage you today, man, share your story. Share what Christ has done and watch the Lord do amazing things in the lives of the people around you. And you get to be a part of that. And guess what will happen? They'll come to know Christ. You'll be strengthened in your faith. And everybody will experience God's grace every day for the rest of their journey. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you so much. Thank you for today and for your goodness and your kindness. And Father, use us to share the word in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, God's blessings on you. Love you. And we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for being with us for this episode of Grace for a Journey. We pray it's been a blessing to you. Connect with us at our website, www.graceforajourney.org, or you can find us on Facebook and YouTube. We hope to connect with you there.